0: The Gemara Masechta Yiva Mestaflam and Al, from Mabeis teaches us that we learned that Chazal required that the date be put into a get. And the Gemara gives two reasons. Either because Shem Yechap al-Basa in case the husband was married to a relative of his and the relative lived with another man so if she lived with the other man after the get was given, then she's not an ish who had relations with another man. If, however, she lived with this man prior to the get being given, then we have a situation of an ish having relations, an adulterous relations. And Chazal were concerned that given that this husband and wife, even though they got divorced, are related, she might have done such an act, and then she'll he'll want to cover for her. So, therefore, the date in the get will tell us exactly when ha- when what happened. Another reason the Gemara gave was because of Pari. The Chazal said the Gemara Masakh, the Ksubis, teaches us that a husband is entitled to eat the profits of the Nichsim Log, and Chazal were concerned to make sure that he only takes what he deserves? How do we know at what point he still deserves and at what point he no longer deserves the pay risk? By having a date in the get. So the Gemara begins a discussion and what about why did Chazal not make the same requirement by the Shtar Kedushin? So the Gemara says, Vibayis <inaudible> Eima it really doesn't work. How there is no practical way of applying such a halacha, and the Gemara explains itself. <speaking in> Hercha <Hebrew> levit. Exactly what should we do if we put a date into this document? Who would be holding the date? Who would be holding the document? If <speaking in Hebrew> if we live the star by the woman, we need to be concerned the makalah that she may erase the star, erase the date if she had relations after the star was given, after she was Makudeshus, after she's an ashes ish, she will erase the date in order to say that she wasn't an ish when she had these relations. Lindcha Legabadi date, she will leave it with the husband, says the Gemara Zimnon, as we just explained, the Basa he might have married her, his niece and Mechapala and he wants to cover for her if she had relations after she was already an ashish, And therefore, again, we need to be concerned that he may tamper with the Shtar. Lind Eidim says the Gemara, shall we leave the Shtar with the Eidim if the Eidim independently remember that they saw the kedushin and they saw the date, and they remember the date when these Kedushin took place, so they could come and say testimony, and if they don't remember it, and the only way that they'll remember is because, they'll see the star, and then, that will be the reason that they'll say testimony, because they'll see the star, and they'll see the date in the star, and that's how they'll come to say adis. That would be an adis that would be disqualified, because Rahmana Amar mipi mipi ksavim. The testimony adim say has to be based on their memory, not on what they saw written, not on what they saw written in a star. And as the Rishonim point out, there are really two halachas learned from this Pasuk. What halacha we learned from this Pasuk is that edus should not be sent to a Bezden. That Adam who needs a testimony have to come personally to Bezden and offer their testimony. And another halacha is that when Adem say their testimony, it has to be because they independently remember the testimony not because their testimony is something that they only remember because they saw it written in a star. And if we look in the Shulchan Aruch, Choshin Mishpat, Simen Chavches, Simen Chavches, Sif Nundalib, the Shulchan Aruch actually discusses this halacha in Hilchis Ades. And to review what it says. In the Sughnaruch, the Sughnaruch teaches us that edus should not be said. Edus should not be said by memory. Edus should not be said based on based on oral testimony. To read the words of the of the, of the the Oroch, this is, in Chay She-Mishpet, Simen Chavches Sif Yur Aleph, Ha'edem She-Sholcha E-Dul Shum bezden if Edith sent their testimony with the written word to Bezden, e'en a Edith. it's not a valid Edith, <laughs> because it says in the Torah, a Pishnayim Edim, that has to be through the words of the Edith, Mipi'em V'loy Mipi Ksovim continues the Ramah, that we have to have oral testimony, For not like those who say it's kosher, the remark says, and it's actually the opinion of Rabbeinu Tam, that when we learn in our Gemara, the Rabbeinu Tam learns that what that means to say is that Edim, who are capable of saying Adis, but don't say the Adis, uh, even if they don't verbally say the Adis, the Adis is kosher. Only Adis that are incapable of saying Adis, says Reynotam, is what the Gemara means to say, is disqualified. However, Tisus, and it's the opinion of the Rosh and the Mordechai, and the Tor here, do quote the Tam, that say that one could say Adis as long as he independently remembers the Adis, and if it were necessary, he could verbally say the Adis. And in fact, the smah here, in Sifkaton Membase says that he, raw, he saw, he, raw, he saw Paiskim, that did not want to bother Tamit Chachamim, to have to come personally to Bezdin, and they said, and they allowed, that the Talmud Chochem could put his Ades into writing, and send that document to Bezdin, and he says, that's the halacha, because in fact, says the SMA, if we look in the Rabbeinu Tam, Rabbeinu Tam did not require a Talmud Chochem, The Nasivis says that even though Rabbi Tam has this leniency that you could send a written te- document and it should serve as valid testimony, he says it's till the is. We know the Gemara says many times regarding Edus, shuv magid. Once they offer testimony, they can't retract. However. If they sent a document to Besdin, and the document has not yet been re- received by Besdin, the Nesivus quotes a Tshuvas Rama. They can retract on the document. Furthermore, says the Nasivus, even though there's a halacha that one should only say Adis in front of the person in front of the Baldin, says the Nasivas that according to these opinions, according to Bainatam, according to the SMA, you could send the document to Bezdin, and they will read it in front of the Besdin, and that in front of the Baldin, and that it will be considered as if the Edus was offered in front of the Baldin. He says, he does quote, a Tumim. The Tumim says, that why is there a Halacha, that Edus indeed must be offered only in front of the Baal Din because a person is more careful in what he says if the Baal Din is standing there. So that you don't have when you're reading a document. And therefore the Tumim is concerned that you can never send written testimony even if it's a Tam Chachem because this concept Of Ain Adameyas, that a person is careful to say something which is untrue in front of the person who knows that it's untrue, won't happen if the ADIS is only offered by a document. The Nasivis, however, disagrees with the Tumim. He says the reason we can only offer testimony in front of the Baldin is not because of a Svara of Ain Adameyas, Lashakar baldin, it's rather because the Torah says and this says the sma is not considered The Pesachit quotes a Ritva that even if we we'll say that aidus cannot be offered by sending a document, but if aid sends a document to Besdin and he says and then he says that whatever it says in this document I take responsibility for that's not called PM. Vilemi P. the Echreinim based on this Machleikas that we are now quoting have a discussion if Ksiva is considered like Dibur or not for example, if somebody wrote a shvuah on a piece of paper, but he didn't verbalize the shvuah, shvua, will that be considered like Debur or not? And the Neu in Chelek Yeridea, Simen Samachvav, wants to say that this question is actually connected to this machloikas Rishonim, the machloikas of the Shulchan Aruch, of the Rambam and Rabbein According to the Rambam, any testimony, under any circumstance, may not be written, is not accepted unless it's verbalized. So the same thing will be with a shvua, says Rebbeinah says, Behuda, will be the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch and the Rambam. It's only a valid shvua if it was verbalized. But according to Rebbeinah that says, that only a person who can't speak is excluded because of PM, but, me seven. but anybody who has the ability to speak his testimony would be accepted even with a written document so that would seem to point that written word is considered the same as a verbalized ver- word and would be considered a valid shur however the Chassam wants to say that, and this is in Shalosh and Shuvos. Chassam Sofer Yoridei Simen Reish Chav Zion, that the two questions really don't travel together, because it could be by edis. That's where the Torah requires that it be verbalized, because only when you talk can we know for sure what you mean, and. The inflection and everything is included. And we want the adis to be a very clear adis. But when it comes to Shavua, where a person is obligating himself, there it could be, says the Chesam Seifer, that an uh, act of writing is considered more of a significant act than an act of speaking. And the would be that certainly if a Shvu is considered a Shvu when one articulates a Shvu, it certainly will be considered a Shvu if one writes the Shvu. On the other hand, says the Khsam Saifer, we could argue the other way. That by Adis, the a xeris are But by Shvu, that it has to be written, that it has to be verbalized, or it has to be a person who can at least verbalize his thoughts. That halacha doesn't necessarily apply says the Tzim by a shvur, and it could be the din that the Torah says of a was only only said regarding was only said regarding somebody who says the shvuah, not any other situation. So what we're learning here is a very important question. The Torah is teaching us and the question that's coming up is does this halacha apply when somebody what is the halacha when somebody writes is writing equal to speaking or is writing not equal is writing not equal to speaking and as I said this question comes up in many different areas the shulchanaruch and ayur simen mem Zion sif gimel teaches us ha-kaisa v'divay if somebody writes the Torah, api even though he's not saying the words of the Tyra, saruch lev'aruch so the sochan of Paskins that one has to make birch a taira just for writing the Torah. that even though the halach is that for hearer that's the way the Mishnaburah explains. You don't necessarily have to make Birch Satayra. Ksiva says the Brura has two reasons that it should be stricter than hero. One is quoting the lavush because you're actually doing a Maisa, the Maisa of writing. And furthermore, because it's quite common, says the Mister Brewer quoting the Chaya Adam that when somebody writes the Torah, he will say out some words. However, the Mister Brewer qualifies all of this. That's only if somebody is writing a dvei Torah, writing a a Chiddush, and that's how he's learning. But if somebody just and he's try, and therefore he's trying to understand what he's writing. But if somebody is just capping over, a cipher who's just capping over words that he doesn't try, he's not necessarily trying to understand, let's say somebody's typing up somebody else's diva Torah, or if somebody's just writing a letter, and in the course of writing a letter, he puts in a posik, that's not called writing the same Torah, and you don't have to make birchas atayra. And furthermore, the Mishnah Berurah, quoting the Taz, the Magnavrom, and the Gra, says that one should not just rely on what the Shulchan Aruch says here—that one should write, make a bracha if he's writing the because at the end of the day, he's really not more than just being mahar of the Whereas we said a moment ago, the Allah is that if somebody's only Mahara B'divrei Taira, he doesn't have to make a HaTaira. And the right thing to do, says there for the brura, is somebody should make the Berchus HaTaira, expressly verbalize some Divrei Taira, and then write the Divrei Taira. Furthermore, the I saw the say that when it comes to writing Deveit Torah, there's another reason why Birchus Torah should be recited. Because even though there's a question, if one is Mekayim, Mitzvah's Talmud Torah, with just being Mahara Deveit Torah, just thinking Deveit Torah, everybody agrees that when it comes to writing the Torah, you're mekayim the mitzvah. And even if we'll say, as we're discussing, that in other areas of halacha, writing is not equal to speaking, Talmud Torah certainly one is mekayim mitzvah's Talmud Torah with writing. Because on the contrary, we know that if somebody writes the Torah, he's more likely to remember the, what he learned. Which is the same as when one speaks out, verbalizes the Divrei Torah that he's learning. He's able to remember it better. And furthermore, when one writes the Torah, it gives them an opportunity to teach others because they read the Torah that he write, wrote. And if, in fact, the Aruch HaShulchan here says that we know that how is Torah passed on from one generation to the next is through the, the Dei Torah, through this farm that we have. And therefore, the Brura said HaKronim, is very correct in his approach that he feels that Birch Torah should be made even one of just writing the. De- even if one is just writing Divrei Torah. On the other hand, as we said, if somebody's just copying Divrei Torah, that's much less of a Shila if that's considered writing, that's considered Talmud Torah. But again, in order to avoid any shila, the best thing to do, it seems, is to say the Birch Torah and verbal, and then say some Divrei Torah, and after You say some Dvait Torah, then you could um, go further in writing whatever you're writing in the Dvait Torah.